As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Listening to the number one Chicago Bears podcast, unrivaled, unmatched, and unequaled. Hogan Johns covering the Bears from CHGO. It's Adam Ho, and from the Athletic, it's Adam Johns. Together, they're the Adams. The Adams converge. The consummate pros. The incomparable Hogan Johns. Oh, you're too kind, Ernie. Ernie, love you, man. Welcome in, Hogan Johns. Still with you. Congrats, man. Congrats to you. Congrats to Russell Wilson. Congrats to Aaron Rodgers. Big things happening in the NFL. Yeah. Um, I am definitely third on that list. Ah, Or last on that list. I listed you first. First. You did. I appreciate that. Happy for you, man. No, thank you very much. Appreciate all the kind words. Appreciate them yesterday, too. And thank you to all of our listeners, longtime listeners that uh, have been so kind in reaching out. Um, Yeah. Been an interesting couple weeks in the uh, Hogue household, but uh, you heard it in the open. I now work for CHGO, and uh, it's been a fun couple days to get absolutely to get started. I'm excited about the whole thing. You have to like, you need a wardrobe now. I know you know that, right? I was thinking about that. I've already ordered, but also like, you know, I've. I've had suits in my closet for a long time. Not those suits aren't going to be worn. So, um, yeah, I've I've already uh, picked up, I think three different sweatshirts. I'm glad you brought this up because there's this like I've never worn a suit. Like I've worn suits to certain events. Yeah, but like sports writers don't really wear suits, except the Canadian ones do. They did, but. <laughs> Unless you're on TV, but just let's be honest, right? Like, how many of us actually wear suits in our daily lives covering that team? I wear suits to at least in the past. I've worn suits to the primetime night, like the big games, like Monday Night Football. But other than that, oh, you only, have it only when I go on TV. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I'm, but hey. This is an argument I totally agree with you on. Like, 
I don't know why suits need to be worn on TV, especially like in sports. But you've you've seen that change a little bit. Like Pat yeah. McAfee has like one of the most popular podcasts in the football world. It is even wear sleeves. No, I don't know if well, you can pull that that's off. That's his deal. I'm not. I'm not should... going out there with sleeveless. No, no, no. We got to find out if it'll work. I mean, I know it's his thing, but give it a shot. No, I I think Olin Krutz, uh already handled this on Twitter. I don't have the muscle definition to be wearing, uh, you know, going shirtless. And you got the Peloton. There's arm workouts in that. Uh, yeah, yeah, not enough to uh, fix this though. You got time. Yeah, but I'm happy for you, brother. No, thank you very much. It's um uh, for those that haven't heard or don't know much about it, and that's fine because this thing just launched. CHGO is uh, the new venture, the new thing I am a part of. Um, and very excited to be a part of it. We're going to have a ton of Bears coverage for you, too. So, but here's the rule right away to our very loyal Hogan Johns li- listeners. We encourage you to check us out at CHGO, but you're not allowed to leave us. In fact, I... Uh, We're still here. I broke into the internet and um, Wait, anyone... You did what? I broke into the internet and anybody who you has... Hit that subs- wrong. <laughs> Has subscribed to this podcast over the years. It can't cannot hit unsubscribe. Oh, it it doesn't work. I disabled the unsubscribe button. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So, um, no, no, and there's no reason to. We're not going anywhere. We're still going to be here doing our our show, and uh, and I promise you, it will it will not take any type of hit whatsoever. But you can also hear me now five days a week on the CHGO Bears podcast as well. Um, and the cool thing about that is we go live every day at 11 a.m. So um, got a good crew. Olin Krutz is a part of it a couple times a week. Nick Moriano, uh, Will DeWitt, who uh, really have done a great job building up the Chicago Audible over the years. Uh, another Bears podcast that I know a lot of our listeners listen to as well. So I think there'll be a lot of crossover. I think there'll be um, some good crossover. And um, But... We're not going anywhere, and really, nothing's going to change much with this podcast right now, um, which is cool. So, thank you for everyone for still being here. Thank you for all the kind words, and um, we got some news to talk about because it was a crazy day in the NFL. Not to for say the Bears, the just for the teams least. that they've played. Well, it affects the Bears. Yeah, uh, it sure does. I want to start because Aaron Rodgers going back to Green Bay, we'll get to it. It doesn't surprise me at all. The the big the big stunner was Russell Wilson getting traded to Denver. My first thought on that is if you were in like disbelief with that being a potential reality for the Bears last year, then shame on you. Yeah. Because it was there and it obviously fell through. Look, the Bears around the Justin Fields, but that was reality that the Bears were operating in. It did not come to fruition with Russell Wilson coming to Chicago. Now he's off to Denver, but those talks were real. Everybody, those talks were very real last year. Yeah, and you know, I hope we did a good enough job of relaying that to you and convincing you on that because it was real. Um, in fact, there was a deal essentially in place, and it was Pete Carroll who didn't wasn't ready to trade Russell. Now, apparently, he's ready to trade Russell today because Russell Wilson has uh, – the trade has happened. He's he's off to Denver. Um, and, you know, I don't think it's a coincidence that uh, this all went down today. You know, this was sort of a 
soft deadline that Aaron Rodgers had to make a decision on because of the Devontae Adams uh, franchise tag situation. That deadline has just come and gone right as we are, are, you know, sat down to record this today. So, you know, Aaron Rodgers realistically had to make up his mind. I think a lot of people are sort of jumping to the conclusion that, uh, okay, Aaron decided to stay in Green Bay. The Seahawks made this trade for Russell Wilson then. You know, I think they're probably working on both sort of at the same time. I wouldn't be surprised, Johns, to hear it actually went down the opposite order, though, that the Broncos decided to go they, with Russell that They were Wilson. moving on, is what you're saying. They're, yeah, they're moving, I, wouldn't, like, I, I don't know for a fact at this point. Okay. I'm just, I, I wouldn't be surprised to hear that the Broncos chose to roll with Russell Wilson, perhaps giving up a little less draft capital than Aaron Rodgers would have cost. And he's only 32, so you're getting a younger quarterback option too. And then at that point, maybe Rodgers goes, okay, well, I'm going I'm going to go back to Green Bay. Or maybe they just couldn't wait on Rodgers anymore and they had to make a move. But um, it is interesting timing. Maybe two dominoes fell at the same time. Yeah. I felt like last year the quarterback dominoes were – a huge topic of conversation. Matthew Stafford, a year before that was Tom Brady. Like the veteran quarterback market, at least the past couple years, has been quite insane. I, I think that's putting it correctly, too, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it's been insane just in terms of what they've brought to, to teams, the, the, the packages used to acquire them. And look at Matthew Stafford and just how Tom Brady changed. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers made them Super Bowl champions. It's, you know, it's, it's not easy to draft a quarterback and develop them. I think we're learning that right now. That type of path is layered with landmines and whatnot. So here, here we are again. Another quarterback, potential Hall of Famer on the move. I want to tell a quick story because um, the cool thing about our CHGO launch is that uh, all these awesome people from Denver – because this whole company was started in Denver, uh, and they've done a very successful job with DNVR, which is what it's called in Denver. They're all here in Chicago helping us launch right now. And um, I was literally talking to Ryan Koenigsberg, um, who, you know, one of the co-founders of the company in Denver, as this trade broke, like as it came across. And it was, it felt like when the Bears traded for Cutler, like just the reaction of all the Denver folks Same that were there, involved, yeah, Same and involved. just like the elation and like they finally got their guy. And and uh, it's funny because he immediately ran into our secondary studio and started recording, you know, their Denver Broncos podcast. Um, and he lit up a cigar <laughs> and just like just celebrated. It's awesome. So I, there's a video of it actually on my Instagram if you want to check it out at Adam Hogue. Um, but it was just actually kind of cool to witness this because like here's a fan base in the Denver Broncos. Now, I don't want to necessarily say they've been starving for a good quarterback because they did get Peyton Manning there and won a Super Bowl. I believe he set all sorts of records too the year before the Super Bowl. Yeah, his injuries caught up to him. Now, but that being said, like John Elway retired in 98. And you take out those paid Manning years, like that was twenty four years ago. Jake the Snake Plumber doesn't do it for you. No, Brock Osweiler. Oh, I beat the Bears. Notable wow. Bear killer multiple times. Brock. Like did yes. he beat them three times? Yes, yes. Nightmare um, machine for Vic Fangio. Right. 
So it's good for them. They get Russell. What a division that is now. Those quarterbacks, I mean, that's that's a tough division. Okay, so I think, like, it's just interesting to see how this all played out because, obviously, the Bears, like, tried really hard to get Russell Wilson last year, and it didn't happen. Then things fell their way in the draft, and they got Justin Fields. Like, if they hadn't got drafted Justin Fields, they could have been the team still trading for Russell Wilson today. For all we know. I mean, but I don't think again, Ryan Poles the GM making that move, but... Yeah. I feel like the Denver Broncos provide more that would interest Russell Wilson, if that's part of it. Even if he had a say in it, I imagine he did, knowing the importance of, of the position and who he is as a player. I imagine he had input where he wanted to go. But it, the, <laughs> I do vividly remember the day the, the tweet was shared by Adam Schefter that the Bears were on Russell Wilson's shortlist, so obviously the Bears had something that interested in him as him as well. Something about Chicago interest. Something them. did. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot to like about Chicago. But I remember, yeah, I mean, we we did all these shows last year. So um, it was real. It's why we gave it as much attention in the end. He did get traded. And um, how about the balance of power when it comes to quarterbacks on this league right yeah. now? Yeah. I mean, the NFC, it's Aaron Rodgers and then a pretty big gap. And we're talking at that point like well, give, Matthew, give your guy Matthew Stafford some credit for just winning the Super Bowl. Well, someone had to make the Super Bowl from the NFC. Uh, and it wasn't Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. It's another topic uh, of conversation for later in this podcast. Who's the second best quarterback in the NFC right now? Dak Prescott? No. Matthew Stafford. Stafford? Yes. Just because I, I don't, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm still struggling to go. I mean, congrats on winning the Super Bowl. He's always been a good quarterback. I'm not sure if I'm ready to say he's better than Dak Prescott, though. No, he's better than Dak Prescott. Okay. Who else? I, Think about Ky- it. Kyler Murray? Hasn't been a great offseason for him so gotta far. Got to sign him, yeah. Yeah. And then Kirk Cousins, your guy? My guy. I mean, Seriously, think a, about it. It's crazy. Then the list in the AFC, especially with Wilson joining. And I'm, not, and I'm not buying the conversation that Wilson's career is in some type of tailspin. Don't buy that. You know, like, this was the first year. Let's see. The first year that he's had a losing season, his entire career. Entire career. First year the Seahawks have had a losing season. And only the second time that the Seahawks have failed to make the playoffs. Now I know they had a great defense, had Marshawn Lynch there for a bit, but I mean, he became the face of that team. Yeah. He really did. You can't keep everybody defensively, and once you have a quarterback, you have to hang on to him. But for, what, nine years, ten years, he was the face of that team. One losing season. One. Zach Aron, he's a really good quarterback. There's no question about it. Would you would you have traded for Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers? If I'm the Broncos? If you were the Broncos, if you're the Broncos, which well, one? I, I imagine the Packers were asking for a bit more. So let me it? let me, and I don't know this obviously. Let's say hypothetically, instead of two ones and two twos, it was three ones and a two. So that other two became a one. 
I would actually trade for the younger quarterback, Russell Wilson. Yeah, I think so too. I think the only thing about specifically the Broncos is like the idea that he would be coming to Denver with Nathaniel Hackett, right? It Rogers, that is. Like you're you're getting that pairing. You know it's But obviously it's, the Broncos didn't think highly enough of that pairing to push all their chips in. Well, we just don't know. I mean, we don't know what the two deals look like, right? I mean, we don't know. But if you think that pairing is going to bring you a Super Bowl championship, then what the heck is the difference in another first-round pick? Yeah. No, I'm with you on that. I, I And by the way, I agree with you. Like, I think I probably would have gone Russell. He's 32. He's younger. He's significantly younger. You just mentioned all that consistency. The Seahawks have been kind of falling apart around him. The Denver Broncos are in pretty good shape, especially defensively. Poor Vic Fangio, man. He must be out there today like, come on, dude. If I had Russell Wilson last year, you know, he still has a job. So with that defense and Russell Wilson, I mean, we're going to find out. This is going to be an ongoing conversation here now for the next few years about Russell Wilson and his career. I mean, I, I just had to pull this up, though. The Yeah. The quarterback dip, drop-off, have you in the NFC. This is why Justin Fields, we already know he's so important for the Bears, but if he could take some some steps in development. The door's open, man. Oh, man. I mean, Rodgers keeps it partially closed within the division, but there's not a lot of elite quarterbacks. There's not. There's like none. It's Aaron Rodgers and then a debate about Matthew Stafford. Who else do we got? Yeah, Kyler Murray. Okay, you could maybe a debate about Kyler Murray. Look at these starting quarterbacks. I mean, it's Dak Prescott. You can add him to the debate. You know, it's look. It's no, no. Kirk Cousins, Taysom Hill, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, but he may not be back there. Seriously, Taylor Heineke, our guy Mitch Trubisky potentially. Where does, yeah, you know, maybe Seattle goes and signs Trubisky now. You almost have to remind yourself. Like, I'm going through this list. You have to remind yourself of the void, the drop-off there. Like, Mike Sando's tears, quarterback tears piece isn't out yet. But I imagine, you know, the first 10 names on there, other than Aaron Rodgers, are from the AFC. They could be, man. I mean, that... Matt Ryan is still in the NFC, but when's the last time we've had a conversation about him being elite or special, top 10, top 12? Not since he was MVP. Yeah. A long time ago. You know, man, I just can't. The AFC West, man. And like, it, like if you're the Broncos, you had to make a move like this. Because how are you supposed to compete with Patrick Mahomes and, and Justin Herbert now, who's coming on and more than coming on? He is so talented. And even Derek Carr. Like, I still With like Derek Carr. And Josh McDaniels. Yeah. I mean, it's that's if you're the Broncos, like, you had this made too much sense. You had to make a move like this. Um, and I think if you're the Bears, you're just sitting back. And like you said, like, hey, thank God we got Justin Fields because, but it still better work out. If it does, I mean, there's a scenario you're talking about Justin Fields easily being a top five quarterback in the NFC by the end of the season. I'm not saying it's guaranteed. I'm just saying there's that scenario. If he takes the leap that I think a lot of people expect him to make, 
with the competition there in the NFC, like he should be, he should be right there in that conversation. Well, we've talked about this at length, just about the division. Like, who would you want right now in the at this point in their careers? Kirk Cousins starting over with a new regime, Jared Goff on year two in Detroit, or young Justin Fields? Seriously, from a from a contractual sense, yeah, to I mean, I, just a roster building sense, it it's definitely the second best option in the division. Yes, if not the best, depending on how much you believe in him compared to what Aaron Rodgers is now. So, I mean, I still think that's a stretch right now for what we saw from Fields as a rookie, which again, most of us agree, not really his fault, but you know, he's still got a lot to prove. Still, I just. I think this is sorry, go ahead. I think what we could all agree on is that you got Aaron Rodgers and then you have some argument about Matthew Stafford, Kyler Murray, and Dak Prescott. Yeah. That that's the argument, and then Matt Ryan comes in there at some point. Like that's your argument about the NFC quarterbacks. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. If you're like me, you believe there needs to be more stylish, functional, business, casual menswear that is both high quality and durable that can withstand your day. I'm talking about maybe hanging out in the press box, watching the game later with your friends, maybe get a quick nine holes in. That's why men's closets were due for a radical reinvention and Roan stepped up to the challenge. Roan's commuter collection is the most comfortable, breathable, and truly versatile set of products known to man. They have products for every occasion. We're talking about the world's most comfortable pants, dress shirts, quarter zips, polos, and blazers. They look great as individual pieces, maybe with a Hogan Johns polo or quarter zip, but they also work seamlessly together. Rowan's signature four-way stretch fabric is breathable, flexible, works everywhere from your commute to work to the 19th hole. It's time for unparalleled confidence without all the hassle. Rowan's commuter collection features wrinkle-release technology and is 100% machine washable. Looking good is that easy. The commuter collection can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. Head to Roan.com slash Adam and use promo code Adam to save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to R-H-O-N-E.com slash Adam and use code Adam. It's time to find your corner office comfort. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
you know, and I think, um, so this is a good way to kind of segue the, the conversation here to Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay. Not a good thing for the Bears, obviously. But when you consider the rest of the bulk of the schedule in the NFC, whether it's this year or just coming years, right? Like, it's it's still not a disaster. You'd obviously rather not play Aaron Rodgers twice a year. And if you want to sit there and say, uh, as I've already done multiple times, kind of off the air today, joking, the Bears are now starting 0-2, eh, it's hard to kind of argue against that. But, you know, there's still going to be plenty of matchups out there where Justin Fields probably going to be the better quarterback on the field on any given Sunday. You hope. Yeah. You hope Luke Getzey develops and maximizes whatever that talent is. He, he believes in from Justin Fields, but you're right. You are right. And here's the thing, though. Like, for your – like, Aaron Rodgers, like, was dismissive of, of his own contract on Twitter, wasn't he not? Like, I, it's just – yeah, Aaron Rodgers being Aaron Rodgers right now. What's that? Yeah, that just that's that guy Aaron right now. It's he's kind of just like a loose cannon right now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I think in years past we, we we've seen it, that they're beatable in the playoffs, even as as good as Aaron Rodgers is in the regular season. Absolutely. 49ers did it. Twice. And some of that, and right? on some yeah. of that, a lot of that's on Rodgers. Yes. Absolutely. Be better. But that doesn't matter if the Bears aren't making the playoffs. That's so that's true. The other, you know, they got to make the playoffs. And I don't know if that's going to happen right away. But um, so let's talk a little bit about Green Bay now. So they're running it back. Aaron Rodgers is back. Devontae Adams, franchise tag today. And, you know, if you're Matt Eberflus, if you're Ryan Poles, you know, Poles was the one who came out and said, you know, we're going to take the North and not give it back. Great shirt. You can buy at obviousshirts.com right now, by the way. Um, Embrace the challenge, right? Like, you just just got to say, hey, look, okay, we got to beat Aaron Rodgers. Got to find a way to do it. And, like, I don't just say that in general. As coaches, you now know the matchup, right? You can turn on the tape from Lambeau Field last year and understand that when Devontae Adams moved inside to the slot and Jalen Johnson didn't follow him, the Bears had no answer. So whether that's Jalen Johnson learning how to follow receivers all over the field or going out and grabbing a nickel corner that you know you need in this defense that's going to be rock solid every week or a combination of both, you got to understand now what you have to do to be able to match up better against that pairing because they right now just like as good as the defense has been and you got to fix your own offense obviously two separately but these are the conversations you have to start having at house hall so that you can be more competitive against the green bay packers this fall i'm interested to see how all in they go the packers actually the packers not the bears but how all in can they even yeah, can I, I, they go? I don't know. I, I know Aaron Rodgers' contract will eventually open up some cap space. That will be taken by Devontae Adams. But this goes back to the Jordan Love conversation because let's face it, we are right, Adam. We don't have to face it. We knew it. Everyone else has to face it in Green Bay. Jordan Love sucks. The Bears would not <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like 
The Packers would not have done this if he was developing. If he page, was good. If he was good. This would be a no-brainer if, if, if decision. If he was good. They've gone in and soon to be, is he 40 yet? Soon, like 39? How old is he? I think he's still 39. 39. Um, About to be 40. They just they just went all in on that, and which is fine. Transcendent quarterback. but Oh, he's still 38. 38. Mm-hmm. So for a few more years here. Four at most. Let Aaron Rodgers in the draft room. Let him pick his receiver. Let him have input on certain evaluations. What do you do with Jordan Love now? Can't trade him. It's just a waste of a pick. Right. Does anybody is anybody out there going to be like, oh well, uh, let's trade for Jordan Love now because no. Packers can't use him? No, they're going to be like, he can't be good. I don't know. Maybe you could throw like a six rounder at him. But at this no. point, like I don't know, just keep him there as your backup. I guess. Yeah. Well, the Packers, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, continue the development, you know? Stay the course. As, we, as we've been what? told many times here in Chicago, you know, quarterbacks have different paths that they develop at different rates, and eventually you got to release them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all too true. All too true. Well, now we see what the Bears do. Next week is free agency week. Start of the new league year. Any big trades? Who do they sign at wide receiver? Uh, Chris Godwin got franchise tagged today, too. Any so he's su- not an option. Any surprise that Allen Robinson was not not even a transition tag at all for you? No. Zero. No. And honestly, I'm not sure how much. In, like, We've talked about the idea. Obviously, on this podcast, we've talked about the idea of a potential return. I I, don't, I still don't want to completely rule it out depending on what his market ends up being. But at this point, I get the sense that actually, and this might be surprising, I actually think that he might be more open to coming back than maybe the Bears are in having him back. The franchise tag was what? North of $18 million. The transition tag was north of $16 million. You just can't do that for the type of production. He gave the Bears. No, no team should be thinking eighteen million dollars a year for Allen Robinson in twenty twenty two. And by the way, um, like he's probably still going to get paid. The more I looked at that wide receiver market, there's not a lot of time. There's not a lot of options out there. Not a lot of great options. You know, so I don't know if he's necessarily the first receiver off the board. Maybe the third or fourth. The more I look at it, like I think he's going to have the opportunity to get at least like a two or three year deal with some good money. A lot up front in the first year, guaranteed if they want to release him after one. Yeah, maybe, maybe after two. So you know, in terms of names, the Bears. Could, I I kind of like the idea of DJ Chark, who's you know certainly been productive. It's on like Allen bat- Robinson in twenty eighteen. Yeah. Coming off an injury. Second round pick coming off an injury. History of production. Leaving the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, F- I, sorry, let me correct that. Fleeing the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> and Yeah, but now they got Trevor Lawrence. Wasn't great as a rookie, but... Yeah. St- I mean, they're probably having similar conversations about Trevor Lawrence as we are in Justin Fields down in Jacksonville on the... Uh, Jacksonville Hogan Johns podcast. I have one, one little vent about Trevor Lawrence, by the yeah, way. You think his hair is too long? 
No, his hair is fine to me. Um, okay. Why, you got a problem with his hair? No, I thought you did. No. No problem with his hair. Okay. Um, like, if you're going to write off Justin Fields as a bust because of his numbers and production as a rookie in 2021, then you have to do the same with Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. Do you not? Yeah. Um, not? Yeah, but yes, but I, who's doing that? Is anyone actually doing that? Oh, folks on Twitter, anybody yeah. who wants to debate the Bears. So Packer fans are Packer <laughs> fans. That's pretty much it. I mean, we like no, but anybody, you know, it, it comes up in analysis. But did you talk to anybody at the combine that was like, ah, oh, yeah, Justin Fields just isn't good? No, but because I haven't gotten that. Some of the general vibe I got was he still needs work, but the well, that's true to anybody. Yes, that's true. He does, but you know, I. I I've sensed a much more optimistic vibe about Justin Fields than I did coming out of Mitch Trubisky's rookie season. Yeah, there was yeah. definitely more of a vibe in the NFL back in twenty going into twenty eighteen that was like, Ooh, I don't know about this one. Like, ugh. we did this piece on the Athletic where we had uh, one of our lead contacts describe just went through Fields' throwing motion and how it can be a bit long. Elongated was the word we use in our story, which is true. Yeah. So, sometimes he tends to wind up, and but that got misphrased or misquoted, what have you, on social media, just about how it's a long-term concern. I, don't, I wouldn't characterize it a long-term concern. The piece did not characterize it as a long concern. The source did not characterize it as a long-term concern, but something for him to work on, especially if you yeah. want to get better at quick game. <laughs> so... Olin and I talked about this yesterday, actually. And he seemed to be on the same page as me, I think. I, I don't have an issue with his mechanics. I don't have an issue. Like, he doesn't have a quick release, but I also don't think he has necessarily a problematic long release. I like how the ball comes out of his hand. You know, that was one of our very first observations with him. And I saw it back at Ohio State, but even at rookie minicamp last year, like, the ball pops out of his hand. So, and I don't, I don't see. I would disagree with you in terms of the short game, though. The quick game. Well, that's I, touch. It's timing. Yeah. Which is your I, mechanics? I, I, which is your footwork? No, I think it's more up here. I, I, I think, I think he just needs to speed up the process. I, I think there's a difference between speeding up the process and speeding up your release. Like those are two different things, and I just think he needs to get. I get think I, I think they're linked together. I do. Well, a little bit. I. I don't know. You because start messing it, with it, the, is, you is start it, messing with the quarterback's mechanics. Bad things can did start Aaron Rodgers. How many times did Mitch Trubisky changes tr- mechanics? Not much. Just his footwork. Uh, then he started doing different things because of the shoulder and. Well, he tore his labrum. Yeah. You don't need a labrum. Just saying. No, I know. I'm, I, I just, I don't. I, I think whoever you guys th- talk to, I disagree with. I, 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 I think the general thought is that if the Bears are going to utilize quick game, that there are some things he could do to speed up that quick game, whether, yes, just processing and seeing it, but also doing things mechanically to get the ball out of his hand quicker. Yeah, I think it's like mostly decision making. Even like on those reads, zone reads and things like that. Like it just needs to, the processing needs to happen faster. And I also, by the way, don't think it's a big problem. Like, 
I, I think he was playing in a very complicated system with bad pass protection in front of him and was not being put in a great position to succeed. So I think with the tools he does have, um, I'm not saying changes can't be made to improve it, but like he, if, if he's in an offense that allows him to be more decisive, that'll go a long way to helping him. And so that's where Luke Getze comes in. Which, by the way, for, you know, I think I said this last week too. Already heard some really good things about that. Like the first impression Getze's made at House Hall has been very positive from what I understand. And there's a lot of optimism about what this staff will do with exactly that, putting Justin in position to succeed, building the offense around his strengths. Um, and I can't wait. It's quite frankly, I can't wait to see what it looks like because it's going to be different. You know, I had the same thought process heading into 2018. And we saw different things. Yeah. I don't want to be the wet blanket here on March 8th. I'm not being a wet blanket. I think Justin Fields is still going to be good. I'm just saying there's some obvious things that need to be worked on. Yeah. All right. Well, um, they better work on it in a hurry because Aaron Rodgers is still in Green Bay. <laughs> but I still think Justin Fields is going to be the better quarterback in a lot of matchups going forward. Well, at the end of the day, you need your starting quarterback to help close that gap. Do you not? It's like why the the Rams traded for Russell uh, Rams Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, and they're in. Like we just talked about, the Denver Broncos just traded for Russell Wilson. You have to close the gap with the other quarterbacks within the division. Mm-hmm. That's just where the game is gone. Yeah, Mitch Trubisky wasn't able to do it for a variety of we, uh, reasons. 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 Well, and quite frankly, like Justin still needs to do that with Kirk Cousins. As much as we talk about, as much as I slam Kirk Cousins on his podcast, like, see, I'm confident he could do that because Mitch Trubisky did that with Matt Nagy as his play caller. Yeah, a little bit. But when he left here, I mean, Kirk Cousins is still the second best quarterback in the division. Well, I guess technically Stafford would have been at that time, but you know what I mean? Yeah. You get traded out. Um, all right. Well, we uh, will be back Thursday with more. Uh, I mean, hopefully some more news comes in. I, what a crazy offseason has already been. And um, and we need some Bears news to start flowing in, too. I don't know if that'll happen by Thursday, but uh, certainly by next week, free agency starting. Exciting times. Things starting to pick up here. And we will continue to have it covered right here on the Hogan Johns podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, at Adam Johns. Read Johnsy on The Athletic. Theathletic.com slash Hogan Johns is where you go to subscribe. You can get Kevin Fishbane, all the coverage there as well, coming out of the combine. And for me, you need to go to allchgo.com, um, where I have a two-part Q&A with the head coach, Matt Eberflus. Probably should have mentioned that earlier. Blues. But you can, you can check that out. Uh, part one's... Kind of went into more detail about like how this hits things actually going to work and how it's going to be implemented and graded on a daily basis. Um, and then part two is more about um, his journey as a coach and uh, getting to Chicago, um, where he's already a fan of the North Shore. 30 years in the making. Yes. We'll see how it goes. Check out the merch, obviousshirts.com. 
and the YouTube page, youtube.com. Find the Hogan Johns channel. Hit subscribe. Hit those notification buttons. We appreciate you doing that. Appreciate all support. Thanks to everyone for all the comments about CHGO. Uh, and uh, it's just more more coverage for you guys and looking forward to all that uh, to, to come. So, Johnsy, good stuff. Any final thoughts? You know? No. <laughs> no. I thought Talk you could hit Thursday. the Aaron Rodgers go bear. Oh, I don't have that ready. I just have uh, Mike no. Lennon. Mike Lennon. Just Mike Lennon. I'm just ready and standby. No, don't care. Ah, See ya. The Packers, Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, Gold Bears.